Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. 720 WGN. I had my mammogram last month, got a letter in the mail, and honestly glazed over it because it looked like a form letter. And I thought, oh, this is a standard because I had already checked my chart and they said everything was okay. But they did mention dense breast tissue. And that caught my eye because I've never been identified as a person that has that. My sister has, and she's a breast cancer survivor. So it perked my ears up. And then yesterday, Steve was doing a story saying the FDA has new guidelines or or at least information for women with dense breast tissue. So we thought we would turn to the best, and that is Dr. Freewald, Dr. Sarah Freewald, a division chief of breast and women's imaging and medical director of the Lynn Sage Comprehensive Breast Center at Northwestern Memorial Hospital. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Freewald. So what is the latest word on dense breast tissue? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on today. The uh, MQSA, which is the Mammography Quality Standards Act, was just updated today. The last time it was amended was in 2004, so it's been a while. And they amended it basically requiring all breast facilities to include, as you just mentioned, in the letter that goes to the patient about their breast density. And it is really an effort to ensure that patients nationwide really have access to quality mammography and that there are uniform standards across the country. And doctor, when you say quality mammography, that really does vary based on the size of the city you're in or the hospital you're visiting because the equipment is millions and millions of dollars, and I don't think small-town hospitals necessarily have the equipment that maybe Northwestern might have. Well, it's really about making sure that you have uh, technologists who do this frequently and they know what they're doing. You have radiologists who um, are interpreting many, many exams so that they really uh, know what they're looking for. But it's really difficult right now, particularly with breast density, um, that each state currently right now has their own way of communicating this to patients. And we really just want to standardize it so it's understandable to everybody and they aren't getting mixed messages if they were to have a mammogram in a different state. And I'm getting lots of text messages. Some people are identifying it as the I-bus or the A-bus. Can you tell me about that? So uh, the A-bus is really just uh, stands for automated breast ultrasound, and it's an additional way to look at the breast in addition to mammography, which is an x-ray examination of the breast. And ultrasound has been shown to pick up a few more cancers than mammography alone. So it is an for women who have dense breast tissue, it is a way to potentially find a few more cancers. And is that something you need to get from your primary care or after your ultra or after your mammogram, if you believe you need one, can you self-refer or is that something your doctor orders for you? Well, in Illinois, um, we do have the referring physician write an order for this. Um, it's uh, really just, again, a way to find slightly more cancers. So that brings us back to the dense breast tissue 
Um, if you've got uh, non-dense uh, breasts, meaning there's more fat than the actual breast tissue itself in the breast, then it's much easier to find a cancer. Whereas if you have dense breast tissue, small cancers look very similar to breast tissue. So it just is hidden in that. I use the analogy of clouds in the sky. If it's a really cloudy day like today, to see an, a small abnormal cloud is very difficult. Whereas if it's a perfectly sunny day, then to see the cloud is very easy. So it depends on the type of tissue that you have, and that can only be determined by a mammogram. And is there a numerical number assigned with the density? We give four separate categories. There's A, B, C, and D. A and B are considered non-dense, and C and D are considered dense. So if you fit into the second category, dense breast tissue, so C and D, um, then um, really this law is asking us to inform the patient that they have dense breast tissue and that there may be other tests such as the ultrasound or MRI that might find more cancers than just mammography alone. Dr. Sarah Freewald is with Northwestern. We're talking about the the news yesterday from the FDA about dense breast tissue. I did get several text messages on this and one woman said that Medicare is no longer covering an ultrasound. Another woman said she was told in 2022 that she needed to undergo additional testing for any potential issues, and her insurance did not cover additional testing for a mammogram follow-up with dense tissue. Do you anticipate this changing, or is this going to have to take women getting together and fighting for this change so that these things are covered under insurance and Medicare? Well, we really need to separate out the difference between a screening examination and a diagnostic examination. We're actually very lucky in Illinois that there's legislation requiring the insurance companies to cover additional imaging such as ultrasound or MRI in women who have dense breast tissue. Now, there are some exceptions to that. So if you have out-of-state insurance or your company is self-insured, it, it gets a little bit complicated. But we are lucky compared to other states in that there is requirement for this additional uh, for coverage for additional tests. Testing. Um, the follow-up from a screening examination where there's additional testing that's needed, that's considered a diagnostic examination. And there are efforts now, Katie Couric being behind it um, in some ways, to try to get uh, federal requirements that this additional testing, if something is found on a screening examination, that it is covered by insurance companies. And that is um, you know, also being worked on in Illinois. So it really just depends on um, specifically whether we're talking about screening or diagnostic testing. And do your breasts get more dense as you age or less dense? Interestingly, your breast tissue gets less dense as you age, and so it becomes a little bit easier for us to interpret the mammogram uh, in older women. But it's not true for everybody. It's just a general trend. And have the age recommendations changed in the past five or ten years as to when we should stop getting mammograms? Uh, not in terms of, well, you know, there are different recommendations out there, but um, all all recommendation guidelines recommend that women should get screened every year uh, beginning at age 40 if that's um, for average risk women, and that saves the most lives. There have been some recommendations suggesting that women talk to their doctors at age 40 and start at 45, but the most lives are saved if you start annually every year beginning at age 40. If you're at higher risk, then um, patients should be screened earlier, and patients should get their uh, risk assessed beginning at age 30. And continue to what age? 
So uh, the American College of Radiology recommends that women um, continue to get screened as long as they're in good health. Um, but the data really only goes to age 74, so we really don't have randomized controlled trials, which are the gold standard for testing after that. Um, but as long as you um, are in good health and are proactive about your health, you should continue getting screened every year. All right. Thank you so much for answering all these questions. We've had so much interest on it. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Dr. Sarah Friedwald from Northwestern, and I'm thinking maybe we should get Katie Couric on. I know she was on with Bob Surratt, but if this is one of the issues that she's working towards so that your insurance will pay for it or it will be covered by Medicare, then maybe we'll talk to her next. Hey, Steve has your news coming up from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. WGN. 